What's going on everybody, I'm Stubbs, and this is RH Weekly, your number one source for retro handheld news. And let's just dive right in. Okay, so the KTR-1 is live. That's right, it is finally here. A long time coming for solo developer Niloxony, and Nil is promising pre-orders are going to start shipping March 15th. I ended up picking, it was the gray plastic with the joystick up top. I know, because I'm a heathen, right? Uh, and Wi-Fi with the 6 plus 128 configuration. So currently that is on sale on pre-order if you uh, want to pick one of these up. Uh, that was 200 plus uh, some shipping. So it was like 220, 230. But this is here, and this is really cool. Uh, Nil does recommend if you want to play PS2 or GameCube and really play some of those high-end games, you should start out with the six gig variant uh, and metal shells rumor is are shipping first so if you want to get one faster i really would pick up a metal shell they're a little bit more expensive uh, but not terrible 4g adds an even further cost on which isn't in every configuration joystick up top or d-pad up top d-pad's going to be great for most all systems up through more modern like ps2 but I got spoiled with the RP2, and I like having that joystick up top when it's an option. As far as colorways, you got black, white, yellow, pink, green, red, and gray. Uh, at this time, the green can only be purchased through the uh, 4G model, which really I would recommend just going with Wi-Fi for the most part. Uh, there's a 35-watt charge for 6G and above. Uh, 4G is only 18 watts, so I think they mean 4 gigs. But... It's some fun different colors, and this is gonna compete in that mid-range spot. If you wanna see specs on the KTR1, uh, it has an MTK media chip, a G99 at two gigahertz, has again, four, six, or eight gigs of DDR4 RAM, 64 up through 256 for that uh, internal storage. It has VC liquid cooling, that's cool. I did not even realize that part. And it does have Wi-Fi 5. Battery is 7,000 milliamp hours. That's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, if you start with the 6 gig or above, you're going to get uh, you're going to be adding a 6-axis gyroscope, electronic compass, and a gravity sensor. So yeah, I picked one of these up. How about you? Is this one that you're interested in? Uh, again, since it's from a solo dev, I don't expect these timelines to hold. They haven't uh, historically. There are more reviews coming. The Fox already has one out. Russ has one. Uh, review unit on the way which we may uh we may also get one here soon i gotta talk to nil more the g99 six nanometer handheld that can play ps2 and 3ds is it for you we'll have to see uh, i've been stoked on this one for a couple years now i just love the design and it's kind of like the rp2 i wish i always had so yeah more to come on that now with the razor edge I am going over a week now into my review period for the Razer Edge. I've uh, been evaluating it from top to bottom. I have had a few delays come up, different things I wanted to make sure I was able to test, like GeForce Now, Game Pass, this fancy 5G thing. So this one is the 5G model with 8 gigs of RAM and all that. Long story short, I'm almost done with my video. More to come on this, but in the meantime, if you do want to watch some great content on the Razer Edge, check out... Uh, the Retro Tech Dad, who does some great uh, testing of temperature, battery, uh, benchmarks, 
and a full teardown. So this is the Wi-Fi version. So I want to compare the benchmarks uh, both to Retro Tech Dad's video and to the upcoming Retro Game Core video uh, of the Razer Edge. So that'll be out next week, I hear. It's my the latest thing I heard from Russ. Uh, we're also going to be co-testing a few games to see. Is the two ex is the extra two gigabytes of RAM worth it? And yes, we know there's all the kerfuffles around <laughs> six gigabyte gate. Razer said, oops, we put the wrong price on the website for months and months and uh, it's fixed now. It leaves you in a predicament if you wanted eight gigs and you paid the money for the Wi-Fi model, you're not gonna get eight gigs. So you gotta upgrade to the 5G, which in my testing so far has been rock solid. I do have Verizon Towers pretty close, so streaming has been great. Uh, gaming on it has been great. I am very surprised at the turnaround of my attitude towards this. Yes, it's a 21 by nine, really wide handheld, but it also packs a, uh, basically a rebranded Snapdragon 888 that can play the hell out of so many systems. Up through Switch, found a fancy carrying case for it on Amazon. For me, it's the new king of this particular niche, I, I guess, which lives in a, in a niche carved out with the XP Plus and just using your phone with a Kishi. Stay tuned for Russ's video. Miu Mini Plus. Yes, everyone's getting really excited for this. And here is the Retro Breeze, Schmertz, Alex. But the Miu Mini Plus is right around the corner. Retro Game Core is going to be doing a video on this closer to the launch date, which we heard is going to be March. Uh, some other news from Miu. Between February 5th and 10th, the last batch of 200 units of the Miu Mini will be sold. They're running out of screens. They're out of screens. There are no more minis, supposedly. Minis all gone. End of an era. Salute. Mmm. Gotta love that Subway plastic. So people are asking for the Mi Mini Plus. They originally said there's only gonna be 500. Now, rumor to me has always been there's gonna be probably thousands. So people asked, are there gonna be 20,000 Mini Plus units in March? Mi Mini says, yes. Okay, people say, well, maybe this is just a, a typo. No, uh, 20,000 written out. They asked the same question. There's 20,000 coming. So if you want a Mi Mini Plus, you will be secured in knowing there are many available, but still probably want to act super fast. The RG405M, which is that four inch four by three screen that has uh, the T618 processor in it. Some more leaks happening here. So this is looking like it's closer and closer to production. I still want those standard face buttons on that still looks like a prototype to me. It's nice and thin looks to be about the same width as the 353M, and there is a blue colorway they added, so that's a lot of fun. Now, moving on to the Loki Max, there is a software showcase that you can watch on AOAN's channel here, and they show off some of the RGB lighting effects that you can do on your Loki Max, and they're just having a fun time showing the display off and what the UI looks like in the Loki Control Center. So you have different themes. Uh, they're saying this is just the initial version of the software, okay? So there's gonna be up Updates and improvements to make it better. Here's another early look at the Loki. It's real. It's coming. Ray. How are you doing? How are you? We want to know. Let us know how you're doing. Comments below. Okay, Pimax Portal. All right, Russ got his Pimax Portal review unit. Unfortunately, it was one of the ones from the CES showroom floor, which was heavily used, and it broke by the time it got to Russ, so he sent it back. So he is now getting a new one that should be in better shape, and I'll be doing some videos 
plural, possibly. On that, Ampimax now says that the portal is back in production, first being shipped 600 Kickstarter backers. This is the XL extension, an 8.8 in screen, supports 5G and Wi-Fi 6E wireless connection. They're saying 600 are being shipped to backers, plus they're also saying, here, look, look at the at the XL, which by the way, I tried out the XL at uh, CES briefly. We weren't allowed to show it, but now you can see it. It was pretty cool. The ergonomics felt just like the Steam Deck. All right, here is Sui Vive Er. This is Martin from Pimax showing off the Portal QLED Max brightness levels has been massively improved with the latest firmware on all refresh rate models, even with local dimming enabled QLED bright displays. Peak brightness Lux is now actually higher than on the LCD IPS display. That is really cool. So which one? Can you tell? Can you tell me which one's the uh, LED, which one's the uh, QLED? And that's definitely the IPS. White is LCD, black is QLED. <laughs> All too easy. Absolutely, this handheld manufacturer, Absolute, is making a white skew. And they're saying that they've just been certified by the Google Mobile Services, which means they can now run more gaming platforms that require Google Suite on the device now, which means we can run more apps. Uh, however, you really won't want to run apps. You're just going to want to do streaming on this because the emulation capabilities and gaming capabilities are it's not so good, not so great. But I do love the look of it. It looks a lot like the G Cloud, a lot like canceled Lenovo prototype. I almost still in that random one blue joystick going after the uh, RGB 10S's cherry joystick. Something about the layout. If we can keep the price down, this still might be a viable option. But again, just for streaming, just, I mean, Game Pass is great. So having this mobile Game Pass machine, cool. There are TPU covers, not TUP covers, uh, <laughs> for the RG35XX. These are made by Seahorse Laser Design on Etsy, who has some different colorway options. You got gray, orange, green, white, red, transparent red, uh, transparent blue, transparent. And I have a blue one on the way for my uh, purple 35XX that I'm going to mod with the transparent blue cloud life buttons. But uh, here is the 35XX. All right, and here is the TPU cover. This is fun. Uh, it grips firmly. Pew, pew. I don't know why I made spaceship noises. I've been parenting a lot of hours today, can you tell? All right, and this one also actually is custom fitted with the Better Button mod from Better Buttons, from Get Better Buttons. This uh, is H's unit that he sent up to me and his has the Ambernic sticker upside down. I don't know what that means, spiritually speaking, but. Works fine. So yeah, I like this. This one has a custom RH logo, which if you want an RH logo on your TPU cover, just let Seahorse User Design know in your uh, in your note when you make an order that you would like that, and that is no issue, he has said. And again, uh, use code RETROHAND15 for 15% off. Link in our description, as with most things, helps out the channel. I am a fan of this. There's even a nice little cutout for the charging port, and the inside is soft. So no screen scratches. This is very soft TPU. Love these better buttons, by the way, so much. I have a video coming soon to show you some more 35XX goodies. This is my handheld of the year so far, just from a tinker's perspective, okay? Now, it's not the most powerful thing in the world, but from where it started to where it is today, it's leaps and bounds, and the value in this is ridiculous. 
again, I probably sound like a Ambernic shell, but this has been a lot of fun to play with, and it's my most used device now. I've gone to it more than any other device in my collection. There's something just the right size, just kind of the right fit. You thought that Retroid was done? This is called the Retroid Pocket Vertical, supposedly. Uh, thanks to user Roland in our Discord for sharing these patent picks from Retroid. So we got the Clam Boy last time, and now we have the Vert Boy. So you vertical fans, this supposedly will probably have a T618. So you have the nubbins. So these looks like these look like uh, sliders. The same one from the Clam Boy. You have what looks like conductive rubber face buttons guessing again rubber membrane d-pad strange option here for the uh, the back those don't don't look too cozy that's got to be a great smelling vent hole that's either the micro sd card slot or the usb-c port okay and copying the game boy color design it also has an ir port which i hope is not real or i hope is real that'd be cool and a usb-c again very very interesting this has not been confirmed by retroid yet oh here's a better look at the back as well following in the footsteps of the rgb20s the 353v 353vs interesting to see if this is good what it can do screens for three that's a, a, a four three aspect ratio t618 is pretty cool idea Oh, what else? Okay, uh, Russ, Retro Game Core here, showing off the new Retroid official grips. So, Retroid this week just released official grips. They were on sale for $5 off if you'd pick them up on Wednesday, but uh, I'm sorry to say that today they're back up, I believe, at full price. So, you get the Retroid official grip. Uh, shipping starts for these on the 22nd of February this month. Not only that, but now you can buy haul sticks tailored for the RP3 and RP3 Plus. You can buy them for 10 bucks, which is a great deal. This looks like a nice TPU material. I mean, that's gonna look great with my Baja. Let's end things with something fun. So we have a new channel, a secondary channel for side content, game content, all that good stuff. It's called the Retro Handhelds Community Channel. Go ahead and give us a subscribe if you don't mind, if you want to see more community-focused stuff. Our Discord uh, crowd. And more game of the month, more game of the week, game of the X, all that good stuff. Zoo of Zoo Reviews posted his first video already today. We launched the channel with Contra. It is still tough as nails in 2023. What were your thoughts on today's handhelds, on today's news? Anything you're going to pick up? Anything that calls to you? Let us know in the comments below. Don't forget to like and subscribe and smash that bell to stay in the retro handhelds loop. This has been Stubbs. It's been RH Weekly. Take care of those handles, everybody, and take care of each other. Eat fresh. Eat fresh. Eat.